Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome. You are now tuning into the Data Self Podcast, hosted by your brother in Christ, Zig Madison, as we die daily and live for God, based off of Colossians 3 and 3. Here, our motto is living that Christ is glorified down and make Jesus known. This is episode number 17, season number two. I greatly appreciate everybody taking uh, time out of their busy schedule to tune into this week's episode. Uh, we definitely going to continue to move forward, uplifting the name of Jesus through sports, music, community, um, and just everything that's causing to make the world go around. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, Jesus, our Lord and Savior, created the world. You know what I'm saying? So what we're going to do is continue to move forward and continue to move up in Jesus' name. So what we're going to do is on this, next, on this week's uh, segment, it's called the Bread of the Week. Where we take a scripture out the Holy Bible Because the, the word of God say uh, The word is the bread of life So we coming from Philippians oh No, we, excuse me, we coming from Psalms 2714 And the word reads Wait on the Lord, be of good courage And he shall strengthen thine heart Wait I say on the Lord Psalms 2714 As uh As I break this scripture down Um The Bible talks about all through it that we are to have weight that we need to be patient um, in this day and age everything is so microwavable like we want stuff right then we want stuff instant it's just like now they got instant grits they got instant oatmeal they got instant this instant that we you know what I'm saying um, even us as people we always want stuff instant um but the word of God teaches us that we have to wait on certain things. Sometimes if we choose not to wait, we get stuff prematurely. And due to our lack of not being able to wait, sometimes we get stuff that that's that's not time yet. And we rush God or we rush certain situations and that's not ought to be. The scriptures say wait on the Lord. Sometimes it's a struggle to wait on things. It's a struggle even to wait because when we sometimes go to God in prayer, we, we, we pray that things happen right away. Sometimes God allows us to wait because the Bible even speaks that uh, that we ought to have patience. Uh, patience is a virtue. Um, and this walk even is, requires us to be patient and will require us to wait. Sometimes when we pray, uh, the, the Bible also declares that um, whatsoever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Even though sometimes you're not able to see the manifestation of the blessing, you, you just have to have faith in knowing that it's going to happen. Sometimes it requires for you to wait and you have to just praise God in advance, hoping and praying and, design, and believing that it's going to happen for you. And waiting requires strength. Waiting requires um um, the ability to even trust God even though sometimes we don't see it and sometimes that that is a, a, a struggle to do it because like I said a lot of us we have a problem with just waiting on things it could be a job it could be a, a situation with your relative your spouse you know what I'm saying it could be a situation that's going on uh, on your job um, trying to get this new house this new car um, you know what I'm saying? It could be any situation that requires us to wait. Even when we're in the uh, amusement park, 
waiting to get in the line. We so in a hurry to want to get on this route. We so anxious. A lot of times we don't wanna, we don't want to wait, but it requires us to wait. Uh, a lot of times God put us in situations where we have to wait and be of good courage. Even in your in your season of you waiting, God wants us to be encouraged. And while you waiting, be of good courage, and it's your strength in your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. So God sometimes put us in those situations where we are we, that we have to wait, and we have to be encouraged in the season while we waiting, and just knowing that it's gonna strengthen our spirit, it's gonna strengthen our heart, it's gonna strengthen strengthen our walk with Him if we wait on Him and not rush the process of what God is doing within our blessing. Psalms 27:14. Wait on the Lord and be of good courage, and He shall strengthen that heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Okay, okay. All right, on this on this week's episode of Data Self, uh, we got a special guest, um, special case coming on this week. I know this uh, brother. I've been knowing this brother for a while. Um, we go way back. We go way back, way back. And he has an amazing story. He has an amazing testimony. He's basically uh, from the same hometown that I'm from in Newport News, Virginia. You know what I'm saying? He's a husband. He's a father. You know what I'm saying? He's a minister of, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He's a servant. And he's, he definitely has a, a heart of gold. Um, he also uh, is a musician, a, rap, a, a former Christian rap artist um, that, that basically did music. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we're going to see and hear his story on what... Uh, what caused him to put the mic down and, and, and it had to be a good reason because like I said he's a he's definitely a man that that's uh, with integrity a man that loves the Lord and he he he, he, he he's definitely gonna yield to whatever God wants him to do and this guest this week goes by the name of Serene Disciple Serene Disciple man aka Christopher Johnson that'll be the next voice you hear on this week as the guest on the Data Self Podcast you know what I'm saying? So what we're going to do is take a break. The next voice you're going to hear is Serene Disciple on this week of Data Self Podcast. This is your host, your brother in Christ, Zig Madison. we be right back in a bit. All right. Hey, you guys. We back to the Data Self Podcast hosted by your brother in Christ, Zig Madison. Um, on this week, we have a very special guest, very, very special guest. Um, I know this person a very long time before salvation and even on this side of salvation. Um, what I could say about him, man, he always been a, a person that always loved hard. Um, I could say this about him because, like I said, I've known him on the other side of salvation. He's always been a guy with a heart of gold, always been genuine. Um, he's a he's a husband. He's a father. Um, he he loves the Lord. He loves and he loves God. I mean, he does whatever he can to try to please God in all his ways. Um, and and even when he messes up, he always know how to repent. Like David, like he always had that type of heart where he always knew how to repent when he messed up. And that always inspired me as a believer. And um, so. And on this week's episode, you know what I'm saying, we his his name we go by, he go by the name of Serene Disciple, but you know he also his name is Christopher Johnson, man. 
Uh, how you doing, man? It's been a minute, man. How's it going? Hey, what's going on, Zig? I'm good, man. I, I first want to say, man, it's a, it's an honor, bro, to be up here with you and to still be connected, you know, to um something, the gospel in this realm like this, man. It's an honor. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate you, like, even taking time out of, of your schedule because I know you got things you you could be doing. But you just, I mean, it's, it's a blessing that you was able to take the time just to be on this podcast. And I definitely appreciate you for real. I, I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. So, we'll, okay. So, uh, for the listeners, what we're going to do is um, let's start here. Like, um, let us know your testimony on how you, dis- how you came to know our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Well, for me, you know, I grew up with parents that, you know, were in church and, um, I would go, you know, that, that the same routine you would go when you kind of forced to when you're younger, but as you get you older and you get that choice, you was a drug baby. Or not. <laughs> yeah. You were a drug baby. Yeah. Yeah. So when I had that choice to go on my own or not, I decided not to, you know, I wanted, I wanted some more freedom, but, um, I will say, like they say, man, the world will beat you up, man. Um, the streets, I did play sports and everything like that. The world would beat you up. So um, I can recall one night I was clubbing with some friends, and um, I just wasn't feeling it that particular night, man. Um, I didn't want to drink any alcohol. You know, I wanted to drink water. They like, you tripping, man. You want to drink water tonight? Right. And I was like, yeah, man, I just feel different, man. And it didn't take to me right then, even that night. It took a couple years. Um to really, you know, come into salvation for myself, I wanted to gain more knowledge of, you know, why am I doing this? What's the reason behind this? You know, folks had different opinions. You should do it this way. You know, the the in Jesus name battle, just different things. So I actually talked to my pastor. I got back in church and um, I had to talk with him and I wanted to do it. So um, there's a particular time well, I went ahead at my church that I'm still a member of, and I got baptized. And, um, you know, ever since that night, I had a different experience. It's like I really had that born-again experience. Like, yeah. you know, um, my mom couldn't explain it for me. My dad couldn't explain it for me. It wasn't until I, I wanted to do it for myself, you know, that I had my own uh, new life experience. And ever since then, man, I just had, like, this zeal you know, to to want to, you know, go deeper in God and live right, live holy. And don't get me wrong, it, it, it's not an easy thing, man. It's it's daily. It's a it's a daily battle, man. But yeah. it, I say it's worth it. You know, the protection from God, the favor and the benefits. You know, I say it's unmatched, man. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what's up, man. Like, um, like. A lot of people, just like yourself, they, like some of the guests that was on here, um, were just like you were saying that they they were brought up in church. Um, explain to me the uh, difference of being brought up in church. Like, well, tell me your experience when you was actually, um, you know, knowing that you got parents that was always in church. Like, how did you how did you feel growing up, knowing that, you know, knowing what you know now and what you what you knew back then as a church kid like can you explain the difference of 
when you was brought up in church? Like how 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 what was that like? Well, it it was different. Um, because in my neighborhood, it was one other young brother man who, you know, who had a a church background at young age, and uh. It's, it's funny because I still didn't know the word back then. You know, I just mm. knew that Sunday morning come, I had to put on my Sunday's best and, and and go to church. Same way, you know, we'd be in church all day. I couldn't wait to get out, you know, to play football in the neighborhood with the kids, man. Yeah. Um, But like I say now, it's different because I, I do it for self. Growing up, having to go to church, I didn't really understand why I had to go what were the reasons behind it? I just knew that that was something that we did on Sundays, you know? Yeah, I, de- I definitely understand. Like, see, with the, I think now because of, um, just hearing, just by me hearing a lot of people's stories that was brought up in church, it, it was like, it, it was definitely a difference, but then it, I feel like a lot of, the common ground with a lot of kids that grew up in church and maybe my kids gonna be the same way because they in church. They don't know yeah. nothing else. They they feeling like they missing out on something because they brought up in church. You you get what I'm saying? Like a right, lot of I definitely do. So right. so I feel like a lot of them will feel like why we can't do this and why we can't do that. Why we can't be like the rest of the kids? Why we gotta go to church? Why we gotta do this? But at the yes, same sir. time, you know, as a kid, you don't understand because you you being a kid. And you doing what parents is telling you, so I, I realize that's the common ground with a lot of uh, uh, church kids. They always feel like they missing out on something, but at the end of the day, you know, it's really, it's really like they it's it's saving you from a whole lot of stuff that you don't have to be a part of. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of times, kids do they have to experience that the hard way. Some of them, you know, that's I, right. I'm not saying that's all right. of them, but some of them do. Um, but we, we, I thank God for your, just you sharing your, your story because it's, it's amazing from, cause I know you personally, some of the stuff you did been through until now, it's just, God is just amazing. His, 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 his grace and mercy and stuff like that, just saving you and stuff. That's, a, that's so amazing. Um, so you from Newport News, Virginia, right? <laughs> you know, Snooper News, Virginia. We from the same Newport hometown. News. News. Yeah, yes, so sir. you from from the East End. Um, so what what was that like? And especially, I want you to explain to our audience what's what, what's that like of growing up in downtown Newport News, Virginia, because we from the same place. So explain to everybody what's what was that like growing up in that in that area. Well, my experience growing up in the East End, first of all, you know, I was used to it. So it's not until I got away from it that, wow, man, I guess I grew up down there, man. You know what I mean? And growing up young, you know, outside neighborhood football with the kids, a lot of kids to play with, you know, you would get in fights. And that was just like part of growing up, man. Um, My street. I stayed, you know, on the street, 28th Street, right off of Chestnut Avenue. And um, our, our thing was playing football, like, every day in the neighborhood or basketball in somebody's yard. And um, also played sports for the local community center right up the street from me called Dory Miller. Yeah. Um, man, I think a couple local stars came from out of there, you know, boys club and stuff like that. Yep, yep. So, 
Yeah, man. Um, like I said, it wasn't until I got away from it, I didn't know that I was living in an environment that was, you know, violent, so much drug trafficking, you know, um, just growing up right in the, My dad, my father, he pretty much raised me in that area. Um, my mother and my father wasn't together at the time when I was much younger. And, you know, he was fine with it. My dad was a strong man. It, it didn't bother him that we were living in that neighborhood. You know, I, I don't even know why he chose to even move to that neighborhood. But that's where I grew up at, went to school, elementary school, middle school. Um, it was just a different experience, man. Um, once I got to the suburbs and the next city over, Hampton, you know, it was a little different because I was used to living a certain way and certain things happening. So it was like a culture shock, you yeah. know. I mean, um, different school zones. So it was so some adjusting I had to do, you know, something I had to get used to. And um even to the day, you know, telling folks where you from, where you grew up at, it's like, you know, you kinda hesitant because some folks have heard about that area. So you don't want them to think that, you know, you some type of thug or something like that or, or you gonna do something to him or something like that you know yeah so yeah man um but overall i say it's a great city man it's a lot of love in the city just you know probably a little lack of guidance you know um younger parents things like that nowadays but um that's where i'm from man newport news yeah yeah man it, yeah i that's some that's 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 how can I say that's that made me think when you said uh, like you didn't realize it was bad until you moved out because I honestly felt like I felt the same way. Like I couldn't believe that I was raised in Walker Village. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. like now that, now that I think about it, because, you know, just in the city overall, it was just overall bad. But right. it was just it was just an everyday life. Like it was just a point of a survival. Like we just knew how to survive. And I think that's, I think that, I think we all cut from that same cloth being from downtown is we just gonna find any means to try to survive even now. So by us growing up in that environment, even on this side with the Lord, we gonna find whatever we can do with the Lord's help to, to, to survive. You know what I'm saying? Right. I feel like that never goes away. You know what I'm saying? Even despite with the the environments we was in and the circumstances and the situations we was in, we 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 just felt like, man, God always was there because he allowed us to survive it. Because we couldn't have done it on our own, but we just oh, realized sorry. God was always with us through it all. Um, so, uh, so I remember, and I'm, and I'm a, it's a, it's a question that go with this. I remember, you know, I like I said, I've known you ever since uh, Magruder, and uh, like Magruder Primary School, like we we go way back. Yes, sir. And uh, I remember we connected some years ago at this pl at Smithfield Packing, Smith Smithfield Packing Plant in, in Smithfield, Virginia. We had connected uh, once again, you know, we had connected at the job and stuff like that. And, oh yeah, I remember. And I remember hearing some music from you back then. Like it was, you know, it was music. You was doing mainstream music. I'm, I'm saying that as far as you know, secular mainstream. 
and I always I heard it used to go by Celeb. Uh, was it Celeb? It was uh, Celeb, short for Celeb. Yes, yeah, Celeb. That's why I said you went by Celeb. <laughs> and I heard some music of you back then. And I thought it was dope. Um, let me ask you this. What made you decide, like, what, who inspired you to do, like, like, who inspired you to do music, period? Like, how, how was you able, how was you introduced to, to rap music in, in general? Let's, let's go there. Well, um, honestly, I, I believe it was, I was about 11, 11 years old, 12 years old. I, I knew I was in the sixth grade. It was me and another cat, man. Uh, we were going to um, Huntington Middle School. And uh, we used to hang out. And he had he had some skills. He was from Detroit. Oh. And, um, yeah, he was from Detroit. And he had some skills, man. Like, early back then, he kind of poured it out of me. We... We sat down, and we, I think we did a song together, and I had about two verses, and he had about two verses, and um, we performed it one day at uh, one of his family functions. It was like a cookout, and um, <laughs> you know, they said, hey, y'all youngins, what's that song you said y'all had together, you know, like that, and we performed it. So it was something, and then too, I had an older brother who was in the music as well. Yeah. And uh, he, I, I believe he has rapped with at least two or three different groups, you know, coming up over the years, his younger years too as well. So, you know, being around it and um, he was like my, my hip hop go-to, like whenever I wanted to hear, you know, like some throwback Noriega or something like that, man. Some some Wu Tang, some Nas. Yeah. You know, he, he had all he had all the music in the house, man. So, you know, hip hop was just around me. And um as I got older, man, I guess, you know, my skills developed and uh I just kept it going like that. Okay, okay. Yeah, cause I always was like you I always thought you was very talented artists so um when you when you came okay when you gave your life to the christ um you, you had gave your life to the lord um and start living for god um you you uh also got into a space of they call it christian hip-hop today like it's christian yes. hip-hop you start getting into christian hip-hop um and you end up linking up with uh meekness music group as a christian yes. rap label um, I, you know, I know too well, um, how, how was you linked up with Meekness Music Group and how, how did you end up starting to do Christian rap? Like, let's go from there. Cause I, I know, but the world don't know how you get, how you end up getting your start with gospel rap and with Meekness Music Group. Oh yeah, man. Um, speaking of Meekness, I, I believe it might've been through you that I got linked up with, uh. Brother Kev and Steve and I and DJ Silver and, and all them cats, man. Um, so, you know, like I say, upon, you know, wanting to change, I still had that, you know, rapping skill. So I was just like, you know, I want to talk about something different, man. You know, I don't want to, first of all, I don't want to lie to the public. Like, I'm living this, this crazy lifestyle, like, you know, selling drugs and, game banging and I'm really not so you know I, I still wanted to 
finesse my skill and, yeah. and uh, use my talent. So I just said, you know, one day we'll talk about something different. And I was in front of the computer one day at the desk while I was living in the Hampton, Virginia. And I said, let me try to write something. And as I wrote it, you know, it sounded pretty good. This was like, what, 2008, 9? Yeah, 2009. Yeah, yeah. And um, once again, I believe I had talked to you. And uh, I think you encouraged me one day to keep doing it, you know, keep writing for the Lord. So... You know, I did that, and and uh, right after that, I got in contact through you with Meekness, and um, I talked to Brother Kev, who was the the manager at the time. Yeah, the C the CEO, the founder. CEO, yeah, yeah. So right there, it was it was a, it was a great experience. You know, it's like doors were just open. I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to be doing this thing. You know what I mean? Like everything falling into place. I'm trying to change my life. I, I learned how to switch over my writing skills to another genre of music, you know, and um, I feel good about it. Other people feel good about it. And I uh, sent Brother Kev some music. I ended up going to the studio. He wanted to hear some music of mine. I laid it down, sent him about two tracks. And he was feeling it. And I was like, man, this is awesome, man. Like, it, it was just like a natural high, man, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah. And it felt right. It felt right. You know, I, I didn't feel convicted. You know, I didn't feel, you know, like condemned. It felt right. Yeah. It de- it definitely it definitely felt right. And uh I j- I just say I say this, man, like uh I would say this, man. I, I don't I always I appreciate you saying that, like for real. But I always felt like, man, it was just, it was just destined for you to do music. It was destined because I felt like back then when I heard your music, when you was on the other side, and and I and I always said if I ever was being in a position to try to put some of my friends on, I'll put them on too, because I felt like I I I I I'll do myself a disservice. If people just want to hear about me, because it was more than it was, it was more than it just it was more tour than just me, you know what I'm saying? So I felt like, man, they need to hear they need to hear my my boy Chris. They gotta hear him. Like that was always <laughs> like my thing. Like even when I got put on with uh, meetings, I felt like, man, this is an opportunity for all of us to get the gospel out from everybody's different point of views. Like people may hear from me, but they need to hear from a different point of view, like Chris, and they can hear from Steve, and they can hear from uh, that. That was it. I can't think of nobody, but they can hear right, from other right. people's point of view was, besides mine. So it was it all. Was, go, go ahead. It was us three, man. But that was enough. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. So it was like, I. It was like I had. It was like I would have did myself a disservice. Uh, to God, if I wouldn't, have, if I wouldn't have helped you as well, because I felt like I felt like you was more talented as a rapper than I was, and I was always a fan. So that was another thing too. I was like, man, they need to, they people need to hear Chris. They gotta hear him because if they hear him, they, they he's undeniably dope. So they gon' they gonna feel him. So it was always like, you know, I didn't want to be selfish 
to 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 you know be selfish with with what I had. Like it was like okay, I could put my homeboy on too. If I'm part of meanness, I'm like Kevin. You need to listen to my homeboy Chris. He just is he just as talented and he loved the Lord. And it just fell in place. You know what I'm saying? And I felt like when people heard you, people gravitated towards you because they it was like a breath of fresh air when they heard you, even on the mixtapes. And cause G Bless will always tell me, they said, man, people seem to like Chris out here in, in Connecticut. He would tell me that personally. And I was just like, dang, see, look at that. You know what I mean? Like, look at that. I like it was just confirmation that he need to be here, you know what I'm saying? Like and so um so okay that song okay this this okay it was a song um I'm trying to think of the song, man. I should have wrote the song now. Um Chosen for God. That's it. That was it. Yeah. Chosen for God. Um when you wrote that song cuz I I like the song, I like the beat. Honestly, that's one of my favorite songs from you. That, and uh, it was a song you did with uh, uh, C.O.G. and and Cass. Um, I'm trying to remember that name, man. I can't think of it. I hear oh, the man, beat. You took it back. You took it back. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. I, I remember the beat, but I don't. I, I I hear the beat, but I don't remember the name of that song. But I rem, I remember uh, Hustle for Christ. I remember that song we did, Hustle for Christ. I remember chosen from God. Um, the song with COG and Cass, man, that's a throwback. That's a yeah, throwback. that's what I'm saying. But okay, we're gonna touch on chosen from God. When you, where was you at in in your headspace when you wrote that song, chosen from God? Let's go there. Cause I'm about to look this song up. Really, man. You know, it was it was it was uh like me convincing myself or like my spirit man convincing me that bruh you know you saved man like you you young you believe you're not perfect you know you 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 are a man of god you're a young man of god you done made some mistakes you're probably gonna make some more mistakes but you chose him man you chose him from god you know um and, and like the words say any man being christ he's a new new creation new creature you know so it was more of a convincing from my spirit man to myself, like Serene, Chris, you chosen, man. You know, you just like anybody else that have received Christ as their Lord and Savior, you know. Um, but now on the flip side, you using your talent and gift, you writing about it, you know. Let the world know how you feel. Let let them let them let them hear something from you. You know, testify, put it out there. Not being, you know, like arrogant. But just, uh, I guess, being obedient and using my talent and gifts. Yeah, yeah, man. Cause I'm, man. I just, I just, I just thought the song was 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 nice, man. And I think I felt like every song to me, cause like I said, I was I was more or less, yeah, we was co-labors in the, uh with the label, but I was also a a fan, cause I was just like, man, his. And it, it also pushed me too. Like it was like, okay, Chris putting out this, I'm about to come harder now. It was like a friendly competition. It was like a friendly sharpening. Now I wouldn't even say competition. I take that back because I never felt like I was in competition with nobody. I just felt like it sharpened me even as an artist when you was active in music. Like it, I was like, okay, Chris coming with these bars. So 
it's sharpened me to want to go harder in my music. So, I mean, I would say you was one of them. Uh, this guy named The Culture out here and this guy named Ricky Fisher. Y'all was, as far as like, my lab- co-laborers in the gospel, y'all was the artist that would push me to want to go even harder. Yes, Y'all yeah. three. I appreciate that. So, yeah. So, yep. So, um, man, where is that song? I'm trying to, I'm sitting here trying to think of the song. But and believe uh, it or not, man, you and Steve and I was uh, my inspiration, man. I I used to look up your songs just as well, man. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir, yes, sir, man. And I and I, but that's the thing. That's the thing, man. I I I've never always, I've I, I like, I don't know, I don't know. Like for me, it's like maybe it's just maybe I maybe maybe you can relate to what I'm about to say. It's like when you hear your music, you so used to hearing it. But it's like when you hear somebody else's music, you you all, I know I tend to be like, man, why my music don't sound like that? Yeah. But yeah. but somebody else hear the music and they say, man, that's dope. But I'm like, but it don't sound like this though. You you get what I'm right. saying? Like it seemed like it seemed like it ain't good enough. I do. But but when everybody else hear it, they be like, dude, that's fire. But I'm like, dude, I think I could have done that a lot better. Am I the only one that felt like that? Nah, nah, definitely not, man. Um. You know, but the thing I learned, I guess, is how sincere you was at the time you were writing the song and, and putting it together in the studio and, the, you know, the, the passion you had behind it. That's what the people can feel, man. Yeah. You know, I guess the same way with a, a pastor, you know, when they preach or something like that, it when they come out their mouth, it might hit you and your neighbor next to you. It, it might speak a different word to both of y'all. You know, or, or it might hit in a certain area of your life different than, your, than the person sitting next to you. And they, they may have needed to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. And I think, I, think that's what, I think that's what that was, even with the stage when we was in meekness. I think the reason why a lot of people liked it, our music, liked it, the music, because we was all coming from a pure place when we was doing it. Like That's every right. last one of us was coming from a pure intention when we was sharing the gospel. We, all of us had the same goal. You're going to get this gospel. You're going to get the gospel of Jesus Christ through the art form of hip hop. And right. a lot of people felt that. So it was like, and it was, it was just a blessing, man. Like I just, I felt like it was a blessing. But, like, but it was like when I used to hear your music and I'm like, Man, this dude, this dude is really rapping, rapping right now. And but my music don't sound like that. But it was like, you know what? I, I had to come to grips. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna sound like Chris. I'm gonna sound like me. So it, it, it encouraged me. Like he coming from his point of view, and it's still dope. And I had to come from my point of view, and it's still dope. And and somebody gonna have to hear the gospel by one. If they don't get it from Stephen, they gonna get it from Chris. If they don't get it from Chris, they're going to get it from me. If they don't get it from me, they're going to get it from Steven. So it was like a triangle. They're going to get it somewhere. That's right. Because That's some, right. Cause somebody may not like me as much, but they like Chris. They like Serene. Or they'd be like, I don't really like Serene like that. I like Steven. Or they'd be like, I don't really feel Steven like that. I like Zig. So it was like, right. they're going to get it from somewhere. You know, the messenger. So I felt like it was, I felt like, when you came aboard, it, it just made it made it right. So uh, I noticed I noticed you you stopped. I don't know if you just completely stopped doing the music. 
I mean, if you feel care care to elaborate on it, because I noticed you you don't do music anymore. Uh, is is was there a particular reason why uh, you just stopped doing uh, Christian hip hop? Like, was it something that God called you to do, or was just you got like whatever your reason is? Like, is there a reason why you stopped doing music? Because honestly, to me, you missed. So is you know I just if you're able to elaborate on that that's fine but if not it's still fine no nah, man I don't mind you know um sharing um actually to be honest my marriage uh was at a small rocky place to be honest um I had a lot of growing to do you know being married in my 20s and things like that and my wife being you know a few years younger than I was I got married, but then I needed some training on how to remain married, you know. So, like one one elder at my church had told me, younger guy, younger guy like I am, but very encouraging. And uh, he was married a little longer than I was, so he had some experience in that thing, man. And I went to him and, you know, let him know some things I was going through. And uh, he knew that I was doing gospel rap at the time, and, you know, I had the zeal for gospel rap, but it's like I would put some important things on hold, you know, just to get into the lab or something like that and lay something down or, you know, get out there and uh, promote the music in public. So he he, he said something that kind of, I guess it stuck with me. He said, and what if, what if God say stop, you know, the gospel rap right now, what if it was just for a season? And you got to get your marriage back on track. I'm paraphrasing, you know, but that was the message. That was the message. And, you know, as I, and I guess as reality set in, I start, you know, manning up. I'm like, you know what, man? These bills got to be paid, man. You know, um, my wife, she need more affection from me, you know. Um, that That's just the makeup of a woman, you know. Um, man, we, we can be you know, I guess stubborn or more practical at times, like, yeah. you know, so, and I needed to, I needed to get in my identity as a husband more so than I was doing. So I put the music down for a while, but I didn't put God down. You know, I just right, right. Start, start, start seeking. How can I be a better husband? And how can I, you know, I, I had a, had my daughter at the time living with me so those two females in the house they needed me to be who I needed to be not saying the music was you know denying that but the music had become more of a hobby you know my marriage was important at the time and I was going through a struggle so you know needless to say I just had to put it down man and focus on keeping my household in a structure, I need to get back in my rightful place, being the man of the house, and not just serene disciple all the time. Because sometimes, you know, you might have to lay, you might have to lay that title down, and just be Chris, you know, the the the, the husband and the father in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Yeah, and, and it's and it was, that's 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 uh. That's real, man. That's that's real. That's real that you saying that, man. Cause the thing about it is like, but I also want you to know too, man. Like, 
all the the people that I just named that inspired me. I mean that that sharpened my like sharpened me to want to go harder. You, the culture, and Ricky Fisher. None of y'all is doing music right now. And the, and my thing is, I I I, I tell y'all all the same. Thing. I said, dude, I need some music from y'all because y'all helped me. But none of y'all doing none of y'all was doing music, and I was just like, dog, then what 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 can I get? How how what I'm what I'm gonna get from music? Cause I don't get nothing from nobody else. I'm just being real. Like besides, I'm talking about that. I'm not. Talking, I'm talking about as far as my peers. Yes, yes. I don't get nothing from nobody. I don't even listen to none of my peers. I ain't listening to none of, nothing that none of my peers dropped in like two years. Like I don't even. I don't even listen to nobody. I haven't like just putting it out there. I don't listen to no. I don't even listen to new age Christian rap at all. I listen to gotcha. some of the I listen to some a lot of the older stuff like Lil Rascal, uh, The Truth, some of the old stuff, and even with some of the artists that put out music. I listen to their stuff, but some of the new age Christian rap I don't even listen to it at all because I don't get what I need. So when I would come to y'all and say what I said, I was saying it because it was an act of me crying out. Wow! Wow! And when I wasn't getting that, it, it it put me in a place where it caused me to backslide. Wow. I didn't even know that, man. Um, yeah. That's what I'm I'm that's why I'm saying I'm being real as I can real as I can be. Because when I came to you, culture, and Ricky Fish, I was like, dude, I need music from y'all. I need to hear y'all. Where y'all at? Cause none cause none of y'all was putting music out. It was like Dang, I can't get what I need because y'all music would minister to me. And I would tell y'all that for a reason. Like that's why I like that was my act of crying out for help. Cause I'm just like, look, where y'all at? I need to hear from y'all. Cause yeah, I told every last one, I told all three of y'all this. But I guess, like I said, but I understood the situation. Like I really did. I understand I understand your situation. But I was just kind of letting it be known that. Yo, just because people think, just because I guess people don't think their music getting to where it need to be, some people need to hear the music because they need help. Wow, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, and your music did that for me. It helped me because I knew when you would say certain stuff, I knew it was real because I knew you. So a lot of stuff that you were saying in your music would minister to me because I knew how you was living. Right. Every from the highs and to the lows, and I know you wasn't perfect, but I felt like at the end of the day, your music was so real because I felt like you was living every and you you was yeah you was you may have been struggling, but you was still saying what you were saying in your raps was real because you was being transparent and you was just letting it be known this is where I'm at in your right. music, so it 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 it, you, it was it was helping me. So when I would wow. be like, so when I would be like, Chris, where you at? Where your music at? I need to hear it. I was saying that for a reason. I, it was always a method to my madness, and I don't think they even know that. I, I'm telling you that, but they don't even know that. I was like, dude, I need your music. Where's that? Because I wasn't getting it from nobody else. It's, it's, I'm talking about as far as my peers, but I want to, I want to encourage you also, you know. And I know you, you did, you did what you had to do as far as, you know. 
and I and I I feel like what you're doing now is a blessing, you know, and everything like that. I see you, but at the end of the day, God still gave you a gift, and He didn't give you that for no reason. And I'm not telling you you got to come out of retirement and start making music again, because at the end of the day, you know, you know, God gives us gifts for a reason, but He gave you that gift because it was specifically for somebody like me to hear it. Yes, sir. I'm just being real, man. Like, cause it was like, dude, I need to hear something from you. I need to hear something from culture. I need to hear something from Rick. And I would tell them that, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm just, but, but I understand your situation. And, you know, God always has his timing with everyone. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you had to put it down for a season. And whenever you decide to pick it back up is in God's timing. I think you was going to call your album. I'll never forget it. I remember you told me you was going to call your album The Beautiful Struggle. That thing stuck with me because I felt like that would, that would have been a bomb album. And I, was, and, I, and I used to be upset. And I was upset you never put out an album. That was, I was upset with you, Chris, for a long time. I said, man, this dude never put out an album. Well, he put out a mixtape. But you ain't never put out an album, right? Right. And I was, and, and I, I wanted that thing to come too, man. And as as much as I had a zeal to put it out, that's when things got harder, man. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I understand. I th I felt like you would put that album out. That would have been fire because the name, the name was fire. Beautiful, the beautiful struggle. I yeah, I heard you. I heard you the first. You the first person I ever heard say that. Then after that, I was hearing that from hearing it everywhere else. I said, man, <clears throat> I said, man, they took that from Chris because you said it in the song one time. It's a beautiful struggle. Oh, and you pay, you had you had did the ad lib. It was in the song. You you even said it in the song. I did. I did. So, but uh, so my thing. Okay, let's go here because I know you press for time too. Um, so as far as I know, you still active in your in your church. Uh, the name uh is the Miracle Temple Baptist That's Church. It. Okay, Miracle Temple Baptist Church. Because I remember going there a long time ago as a kid. I think my aunt Pat was a member of that church. That's why I can remember it. She was she yeah yes she was a member of that church, and she I used okay. to go I used to go with her. I don't think your pastor was the pastor then. He, it was somebody else. Yeah, okay, so yeah. uh. So as far as in your local church, what, what uh, how, so you, what are you, like, how are you involved in your local church? Like, cause let people know how important it is to be, uh, uh, connected to a congregation of such as a local church, because a lot, some people feel like they don't need to be a part of the church to be, a, be saved. But I feel like it's very important to be connected to a body so you could be strengthened. So explain to them how important that is to be. Uh, connected to a local church. Oh yeah, man. Um, I'm connected to um, a local church, and I definitely feel and believe, you know, it's important to physically go. You know, like get up on Sunday morning and, and go. Um, one of the reasons I said it is because, you know, when you get out and come back home, you feel much better. Like, man, I feel accomplished. You know, I got that word today from the past and you never know man god may be having a word just for you when you show up you know um you could have been going through things at work you know for weeks 
maybe even months. And, and, and when you go there, you hear that word, and it just helps alleviate the situation. You say to yourself, I know what I'm going to do next time this happens, next time that happens. I just got a word today. And um, I believe in serving, man. Um, I usher. I'm, I'm a usher oh. at the local church I go to. You know, um, one of the things that encouraged me to usher is when the word says, um, I believe it's in Psalms, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tent of wickedness. Mm. You, know, you know, and that speak to me. It lets me know, you know, I, I'd rather be doing the, what, what I can in church, you know, to be out there unsaved and struggling how I was or, or you know, you never know or how some people have it, you know, or just to be out of God's presence. Let me be an usher. Let me let me hold the door open. Mm. You know what I mean? Let me greet somebody. You know, I, I'm serving. God sees. I'm happy, you know. I don't, I don't have to be up there preaching. You know, that's not my call. You know, God is see fit to that in his time. And, you know, I, I don't even have to be the choir director. You know, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing something that, you know, I'm led to do or somewhere where I can fit in. God still see that man. And God will still rewards you for your faithfulness. Yep. And then, you know, lastly, I feel it's important to be a part of a local church because I believe in tithing tithes and offering yes sir you know so you got to have a home church to drop your seed off in you know because i i feel like man we can miss some blessings man when we don't tie you know even you know soul offering and you need a home church where you can drop your seeds off you may have a need you know you may need to sow a seed for that need man and yep. you gotta have a, a local church to get strength from the other saints, you know, especially the elders, man. Those people can drop that knowledge and wisdom on you. <laughs> yeah, you know, yes, you know they they've been through it. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's 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 important, like you said, Zig, for the strengthening of yourself, because you know, especially for a young person, man, we don't we don't know where to turn to sometimes, man, and our peers don't got the answer. So we get some of that wisdom, like from our pastors or other ministers in the church or lay members who've been there for years and just, you know, ready to overflow into your life. Yeah. Yes, sir. What's, what's, what's your pastor name again? Like, what's your pastor shout him out? Oh, yeah. Um, pastor Cooper, man. Um, he, he came to us like 11 years ago. And I mean, you know, I, I grew, I grew and I, um, I got much stronger with his faith, man, um, over the years, man, he, he really been a positive, uh, seed in my life, man. I went to him so many countless times with problems, man. And, and, uh, he did, he gave his best to me. So, you know, I always be, I always feel indebted, but mm -hmm. you know, that's part of his call. So I guess his, you know, in return, he just want to see me do better. Yeah. I, and I I could say I say this man because I've seen some of his videos um, that he did. I don't know how if he's still active like that on social media, but I know at some point he will have uh, um, some lives and stuff. And I would sit and watch. I would say this man, you mirror your pastor so much. That's why I can say I can tell that you you a part of him because you know the Bible say like priests like people. Yes. And it's kind of like, you know, if you're not mirroring 
like your pastor, then it's like it's like okay, you can't tell if you part of that ministry or not. And I could tell that you connected with him because how your kind of like your mannerism on how when you used to go live and speak and articulate stuff, it kind of reminded me of. I said, okay, I see. Yeah, Chris really getting taught because how you was articulating the words and stuff like that when you would share stuff online and on live and stuff. I said, okay, I see it. Yeah. Yeah, Chris definitely get receiving something from this man. So I I, I applaud him. I, I can I can I can tell the difference from I could tell. Like I could tell he's definitely uh doing doing God's work in your life. Most definitely. Wow. I can I can definitely say that, man. So salute to uh past Pastor Cooper. Is it Pastor Cooper? Oh, Pastor Cooper. Yeah, salute to Pastor Cooper, man, for real. Cause I, I I watched some of his videos and he got a lot of wisdom. He definitely do. He, he does. Def- he does. Definitely do. Um, so uh, I'm gonna ask you a couple more questions. We gonna wrap it up because I know you busy, got a busy schedule and stuff like that. So uh, <clears throat> so what are what are like what is your you have any like what is your goals like as far as as far as like um, the things of God is concerned. Like you said, I know you said you don't want to be a preacher. Uh, you know what I'm saying? That's a, and, that, and I think that's profound because a lot of people, some people, that's their desire. They want to be on the pulpit and preach, but you you saying you don't want to be that. So like, what are, what are some of your goals other than, than what you're doing in ministry? What, what else do you desire to do as far as in ministry? Well, I mean, it's funny, man, because, you know, somewhere in the back of my head, you know, I look at uh, other guys or old women, I say, that still, you know, like performing, I say with the gospel encouragement, you know, still out there doing their thing. I'm like, man, what, you know, what happened? You know, like, I was, I was on fire, man. And I remember, I remember the days where I used to be out there, man, and, in public, in the streets, with my mix CD, and, you know, promoting it, and, you know, giving words of hope if I had to, not just, it wasn't just about the music, it was about the people, and even with meekness, it was all a movement, you know, so, right now, I do work, you know, I work a job, Yeah. and so, it's kind of, it's kind of like up in the air, bro, to be honest, you know, because I'm kind of focused on making a career move and not really knowing other than what I do at my local church, you know, as far as like attending, trying to get the word and grow and going to the direction that the Lord would have me going to. And um, for that same reason, man, it's funny you ask. I, I, would, I would seek the scripture in Jeremiah 29, you know, in 11, when, when the Lord is telling us that he knows, you know, the thoughts that he has towards us and, you know, he, he want, he, he has an expected end for us. So mm. I just kind of, I just kind of leave it alone. Like, okay, God, you got something for me, you know, because every time I'm seeking for a revelation from that, from that verse, it's letting me know that basically you're not going to forget about me at the end. You know, I'm not going to be left by the wayside. My life is not going to be wasted. So, if I could be honest, man, I don't know. I'm kind of waiting on, on that next move, like for him to, you Releasing. know, show me a sign, give me an open door. Yeah, I, I, 
Yeah, I understand that, man. Definitely do. And just like you said, you can just like you've been doing, continue to seek him, pray and seek him, see what it what he what he say, says next. And I don't, and I believe he ain't gonna lead. God ain't gonna never lead us astray. So I just yes, feel sir. like you just continue to pray and seek his face, and like you've been doing, and he'll show you. He show you. I just. I just hope I just hope eventually you do you can't pick up the mic again, and it's it's no like like some like a lot of people used to t like a lot of people still tell me now it's no rush because you know I'm because I'm working on the album and a lot of people like I can't wait to hear the album but they like it's no rush so I'm telling you the same thing it's no rush so whatever yes. whatever God whatever God tells you or whatever the season is for you to pick the mic up I'm gonna be right there waiting to hear what thus say the Lord through you. So I am. I'm definitely yes, there. So, uh, so, uh, so, um, so, you got any social media sites that people can follow? I mean, if you any, are you active on social media any uh, at all, or is just Facebook? Right now, man, I'm, I'm definitely on Facebook. <laughs> That's like one of my main social media platforms. I love it. Um, but not really. Um, not like I'm not on Instagram too much. Definitely, not. I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely on Facebook, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, uh, so well, if they if anybody want to follow you on Facebook, then what what is like? What's your Facebook? It is Christopher Serene Johnson, and um, you will see some encouraging posts. Um, you know, uh, my church going live, definitely some encouraging posts after I get out of prayer mode in the mornings, you know, I feel led to put certain things up just to inspire somebody, man, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up, man. I definitely, so you, like, like he was saying, y'all, like if y'all want to follow him on his Facebook, cause he's, he's, you know, he's letting me know he's not really active on the other social media sites. But if y'all want to follow him on Christopher Serene Johnson, he's definitely active on there with his encouragements and stuff like that. Um, I just want to say this before we wrap up, man. I definitely appreciate uh, everything you were saying, and uh, and you you basically kind of showed me something regarding you not putting your music down. I mean, regarding when you put the music down, you showed me that that you not your identity is not tied into the music. Because a lot of times, as as people, when we when you are accustomed to doing certain stuff for so long, some people yeah. so some people can't put it down. And I was kind of sharing this with an individual um, the other day that certain things do not define you as a human just because certain things have stopped. And it's not going the way you're going. That 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 thing do not define you as a person because you're bigger than that. And you and you and you showed me that you're more than just a, a rap artist. And I always knew that, but the fact that you could put the music down, it was like, dang. Cause I knew how much you loved the music, but when you put it down, it was like, man, it showed me that, oh yeah, Chris. Let it be known, I'm big. I'm more than just a Christian rap artist. I'm a man of God too, and I'm a husband, and I'm a father, and I'm 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 more than just that. So if I choose to pick it, put it down, is 
it's well. So it, you showed me that you more than just that, which I already knew. But it was just, it's amazing because it, it, it encouraged me because I haven't got to that point yet where I could put it down. But I, I could I could say if God tell me to put it down, I would. But he yeah. ain't, but he ain't tell me to put it down just yet. He haven't. He's I yes, still sir. I still got the drive to do it. But I just want to say to you that you definitely encourage me still, even though, you know, because you showing me you bigger than just music. You more than just music, and that speaks volume for real. Because most people wouldn't be wouldn't do that. Look, a lot of people couldn't do it. I know it might be a struggle for me. If if God was to tell me, but I would do it if He tell me. It'll be a struggle though. But if He be yes. like, but if He be like, Zom, stop, put it down. I'll be like, oh yes, Lord. <laughs> I'll be like, yes, Lord. <laughs> It'll be a struggle, cause, but I'll be like, yes, Lord. But I definitely appreciate you, man. You definitely an encouragement, man. And I want you to continue to keep on keeping on and continue to seek His face. And everything that you're doing, and continue to stay on the wall for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Stay on the wall. And and, and Zig, if you don't mind, I want to say, man, you an encouragement. I got to give you your flowers right back, bro. Like just on the, the, the different platforms I've seen you on, man. Um, it, 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 it's also encouraging to let me know, you know, that the gifts still can be used, talent, you know. So keep doing what you're doing too, man. Yes, sir. I appreciate that, man. Definitely appreciate it. I appreciate the time coming on here because I know you've got things going on in life, in your life and stuff like that. And I just appreciate it, man. I, I pray that people that hear this episode is blessed because you do have this amazing story, man. You definitely do. You know what I'm saying? And that's just part of everything. But I just pray whatever they whatever they got to hear from you that they is blessed by it, for real. So again, I appreciate you coming on, man. And hopefully, you know what I'm saying, you pick that mic up because people need to hear your music, man. I want people to hear it, man. I'm, I'm just like, I just hope, I hope and pray in due time with if, if God's will, it, it'll happen. So. Yes, sir. But all right, man. This is this is a wrap. Um, of the Data Cell Podcast. I appreciate my guest again, Serene Disciple, also known as Christopher Johnson, coming on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Y'all follow him on his Facebook and at Facebook at Christopher Serene Johnson and stuff like that. And this is this week's episode with our guest. I appreciate y'all uh, taking time out, listening to this episode. Until next time, Continue to live that Christ is glorified, dying to make Jesus known. Love God, love Jesus, and hate sin. We'll see y'all in the next appointed time. In Jesus' name, we thank you. We're signing out. Amen. Amen.